previously on Fistful of Destiny. And there is a beautiful bracelet. And you check with your scanner limb and you see energy is coming from this thing. I lick it. Uh, there's a little <laughs> bit of static when you lick it. Uh, Erebos, this thing's weird. Might be your jam. Cool. I'll put it on. He slips it on his wrist and then he just disappears. Disappears. I knew it. God. Uh, yep. <laughs> Erebos, give it back. Wait, let, uh, let me see that. Here you go. Uh, okay, I put it on. Okay, you put it on. Nothing suspicious about a bracelet of invisibility sitting in a workshop. Yep. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Yep. There's a couple Imperials that are, are, are standing there. They have a few stormtroopers with them also. I throw I throw that grenade. It says, look, sir, <laughs> grenades. And he, he reaches up to like hit the button. Cannon, your hand. Your Headshot. Foot just kind of push. Oh, oh, oh okay. geez. Okay. All right. Cannon, dank ferric, dude. And I high five him. Yo, I don't give a heck about Imperials. I'll watch Imperials get headshotted every day. Maybe I'll just <laughs> yeah. look for everybody and nobody nobody else seems to care. Yeah. And you guys scurry over to the ship and they check the manifest and the manifest is perfect. It's like, oh yeah, one prisoner transfer and two troopers uh, escort. I sneak on the ship too, yep. to be clear. You, sne- <laughs> you sneak on the ship and then you feel the ship jump into hyperspace and not knowing where you're going to go, but just knowing you will meet your target. Get to the battle stations and start those dice rotations. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Grit rolled one dark side point. Cannon rolled two light side points. Erebos rolled two light side points. And Kira rolled one dark side point. Ooh, that's two dark side points and four light side points. That's a big Yeah, that's great. I love it. Yeah, I'll take it. All right, so when last we played, you were on a transport headed to a... Um, Project Stardust is all you knew. What could it be? <laughs> what? Nobody dun, knows. Dun, dun. <laughs> so the group of you are in the back. Um, you meet up with the pilots, uh, and it's a Lambda class shuttle. Uh, it's the one with like kind of the three, um, the three wings that fold up. Uh, and so is is Kira just like running around between people's legs, trying not to let people run into yep. her being <laughs> invisible? Yep. Um, you can, uh, every hour you spend invisible, you take one strain. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask, can I do some sort of check on this to see if I know anything about it and how it might negatively affect me? Cause I can't imagine something as powerful as this is not going to negatively affect me. You feel it draining your, um, kind of your, you, you're draining your energy. You start losing a little bit of focus while it's on mm. over time. Yep. And you realize like if you... If you kept it on uh, too long, it it might make you pass out because it because it just keeps okay. draining your energy. Okay. So every hour, all right. Yeah, but you're fine right now because what's your strain at? Uh, six of twelve. Six of twelve. Okay, so you got about six hours until it'll make you pass out. Great. So it's like the Matrix. It's using you as a battery. Yep. <laughs> So the the group of you go and talk to the pilots and the pilots, you know, check the manifest and see or the orders and see, oh, yeah, you know, transfer prisoner Um, and they don't really question it at all. You guys get on the back of the transport uh, and you're you're by these very large crates. Uh, I'm not sure what's really in them. And there's about four of them. But everybody kind of sneaks on the ship uh, takes off. Uh, and you feel it jump into hyperspace. You can't quite see in the cockpit because you're in the back, you know, guarding the prisoner. Are, are any of the crates uh, dragon? dragon? Oh, my God. 
a crate Whoa. dragon. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that that second few seconds of silence that hurt. Oh, yeah. I was a little late, so yeah. <laughs> you also take another point of strain. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> If we took a strain for every bad joke, we would all pass out all the time. (laughs) Everyone except for me. (laughs) So, (laughs) the group... (laughs) They are regular crates. Just regular great crates. Um, Yeah, you guys sit on there. uh, You're there for a bit. The pilots don't really come and talk to you. It's, you know, a, a couple hours go by. And you're, uh, if a couple hours goes by, is there any way I can take this bracelet off yeah. and still be hidden? Yeah, you, okay. you pull the bracelet off uh, and you feel your body starting to kind of uh, feel a little bit better and, and um, get its energy back as you just kind of wait. A uh, couple hours go by, you have time to just kind of wait and uh, everybody's uh, strain gets healed um, as you're just kind of resting. Um, you can hear when like, or, or maybe you're watching the system. So when the pilots get up and start coming back, you can put on your helmets real quick and you can throw the bracelet back on, uh, or hide, hide behind some crates, you know, uh, as we're traveling, is there any way, is there any sort of terminal or anything nearby? Kira's thinking ahead, wherever we're going, we're going to need, we're going to need to get out of, um, is there any way I can slice into this ship in some way that would allow me to to track it or still be in control of it whenever we end up escaping. Does that make sense? Like, so, so you want to get, uh, you can, you can look at it and you could put a weakness in the ship that would allow you to possibly exploit and, and like act, right. Get access to the ship afterwards. Um, you're not quite sure what it's, what the place you're going is going to look like, but having quick access to the ship might be a really good thing. Exactly. Yeah. All, all Kara's thinking is our ship is really far away yeah. uh, and we're going to need to get out of here somehow. So I might as well put as many little back doors in as many little places as I can so that we have some way out maybe someday. There is a chance when doing any of this that you could accidentally trigger something in the system that would right. alert you know the yeah but i can make myself invisible and they can deal with it <laughs> <laughs> which is true but also it'd be like hey who's accessing the systems and trying to like gain unauthorized access you know sure it, but and if anyone has a scanner they can still see you uh, yeah that's true true um yeah so can i make yeah. that uh check, do a see computer if I can check drop a back door in there uh difficulty of that check? uh difficulty is gonna be average but i'm gonna upgrade it once using a destiny point Whoa. That is four successes and two advantage. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're able to, you can, the first thing you do, you're very smart. So the first thing you do is you see which systems are currently being monitored. And by figuring that out, you can then assault the systems that aren't being monitored actively. And there, there was a little bit of a close call where one of the pilots was like clicking through systems basically and checking them. But it only happened like once and you could see it coming and it, the pilot was being very slow about it. Wasn't like rapidly going through to see something was wrong. Um, and so, yeah, you get through and you get uh, you can type a sequence on the um, the exterior control. You can type a sequence of buttons on it that will uh, lower the the ramp for you. Nice. Without I make it codes. I make it the Konami code. OK, <laughs> <laughs> which is. Oh, don't make me say it. I don't remember right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, A, B, A, B plus up, down, up, up down, up, yeah. down, left, right, left, right, A, B, start. 
or nice, ABAB thank you. start? ABAB. Well, nice. you're going to have to know it when you want to get back into this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing I'll just Grit ask knows grit. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you recognize uh, it by each of the tones. Yeah. Of the button. <laughs> it's all muscle memory. So, yeah, you, you get that, that backdoor set. Uh, cool. And you wait a little bit longer. You're you're pretty satisfied with the level of access you have. With those two advantages, I uh, open up solitaire, play solitaire the <laughs> nice. rest of the way, so I don't get bored and I recover Galaga. too strange. <laughs> <laughs> um, spider solitaire. Uh, yeah. Um, ah, space pinball. Yeah. Damn it! Oh, that would uh, yeah. idiot. <laughs> Just clip that in. A little bit of time goes by, and then uh, your little monitor starts beeping, and you see that. Um, one of the consoles has logged off, so it means somebody might be coming back. Uh, so you're like, hey, 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 uh, and you, you tell everybody else, I'm guessing, uh, and then you slip, oh, yeah. slip the bracelet <laughs> hey, back on. Hey, someone's coming. Uh, Cannon yeah, and Erebos, you, you drop your helmets back on and grit. You put your hands together to make it look like you've got got your binders on. Uh, or did they fix your binders? I can't remember. Oh, Kira I, made them like the, got it. so they oh, wouldn't yeah. close. Cool. Uh, and so, Cannon never took his helmet off. Got it. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, so yeah, great. You put your arms back together. Uh, the, the airlock opens and it's one of the pilots. Uh, and he kind of walks back and looks at the two troopers. Hey, uh, troopers, we, uh, well, we checked your records and, um, we noticed something. What's going on? You haven't been to the star before, have you? Uh, no, sir. No, I haven't. Well, we're close to approaching our destination and uh you know you seem to have the prisoner well managed yeah you want to have a whack at him i'll let you (laughs) (laughs) oh no that's uh no need uh you sure yeah yeah um gotta keep my hands let me know if you you change your mind limber for piloting uh but um we've got to drop off these crates uh we're kind of on a you know tight timeline and, uh, you know, pilot's life's very demanding. Would sure, you sure. mind uh, handling the um, cargo drop-off for us? Uh, we'll drop a commendation in your record. We can uh, maybe say the prisoner got a little rowdy, tried to escape, and the valor of... Uh, and he looks down at the data pad. TK-44 and TK-211 uh, prevented loss of property to the Empire. Sounds pretty good. Where does... I mean, do you need us to... Are you stopping somewhere else, or we just need to handle it once we get to... Sorry, where are we going again? Some, I always forget the name. Well, I mean, we could take you to the detention area, and then um, you could, you know, get rid of the prisoner. But, it, it's, you know, prisoner might help, too, escape labor, right? Uh, you might uh, might be able to use them to help unload these crates. And, That's about know, all they're good for, isn't it? Cool. <laughs> That's a little... Yeah, sure. Uh, um, Sorry, well, you, you know, first, first you don't want to hit the guy, then you're kind of upset that I say he's only good for labor. I mean, what, you, you some sort of Wookiee sympathizer? Well, it seems like the propaganda has been hitting you a little hard. I'm just a pilot. I fly for the Empire and I, uh, you know, okay, I'll be honest with you. Me and my buddy, we've got a good thing going and there's a... There's a game that we want to make. Pretty high stakes. A lot of the pilots get together. It's kind of the highlight of whenever we have to go off world. Um, you know, it's a castle run. No. What? (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, you, do you just hear words that other spacers say and you just say them to me? Well, you think that it's going to give you something like some credit? Like like blaster fire, cannons, you know, like is that does that do something for you? Do I get some credit now? I served with a pilot who's always bragging about the Kessel run. I thought that might be what you were looking into. Thought maybe you like to make that run yeah, sometimes. There's, there's a lot of runs in the galaxy. That, sure, I was just trying to. I don't to, think he was a very good pilot. Uh, you, okay. Yeah, I was just trying to like, you know, sort of engage with you on a personal level. But if you want to keep it business, let's do it that way. No, I think maybe that would I be I actually prefer best. it that way. Um, simple transaction then. Simple transaction. You take care of dropping off this cargo for us. We'll put a commendation in the log. Maybe you won't be wearing white your whole life. That sounds good to me. I would I would just love to take this armor off. It, I just can't wait to take it off and Well and you be know a the rules man. though. So Rules are rules, can't yeah. Tell you put on some wings. Uh, right. All right. Well, and you know it's my goal to be a pilot, so Okay, now you're just being rude. <laughs> I'll let you know when we're there. I do appreciate it, though, even though this interaction was probably the worst interaction I've had with a trooper. Um, usually I like to talk to I you guys. I actually kind of struggle to believe that. And before you go... They put you on jailer duty? Oh, really? Geez. Really? Really? Huh? Just go hunt down Wookiees and bring them back? Yeah, shocking. Shocking. Oh, and you just sort of fly from base to base transporting Wookiees and crates that you can't be bothered to offload yourself, huh? Yeah, no, I looked at the record. You were an add-on, a last-minute addition. I don't think they could... They just threw you on. This is a cargo ship. They just threw you on this ship. That's how much they care about you. You're because just I a caught number. this meddling coward in, an, in, in the facility. I caught this man, and now I'm transporting him directly to the... You know what? It's a good job. I think job. it's actually probably better we it, go our separate ways. It's a good job. No, I, I, you, you're an asset to the Empire. Uh, I, I do appreciate all you do, Trooper. Um, and I appreciate what you're going to do for us. I really, we don't have to, you know, we don't have to argue here. I, this is a good, this is a good transaction. I think you're right. This is a perfect transaction. And we'll just and leave it at I that. I think probably the less we say, the better. I think so. I think so. I'm going to go back to the cockpit and uh, continue to fly your sorry ass to the star. And, uh, well, see you later. Hopefully never. Cheers. I'm taking the last word then. <laughs> and, uh, if we get some turbulence, uh, you'll you'll be fine. We'll, 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 we'll warn you. You can hear some light snoring sounds coming from Erebos's helmet. <laughs> He's just uh, sleeping, standing up. Um. <laughs> You feel uh, you feel the ship drop out of hyperspace, and then it's a good while. It's like it's over an hour uh, after I, you. Sorry, drop- I apologize oh. to Grit in that time. Okay, <laughs> I apologize about the things that I said. <laughs> no, oh, you good. You know I didn't. You know that's all. It's all for show. You good? You're fam. a very valuable man, move. That was like the most perfect conversation. <laughs> I I know, right? It couldn't have gone better. I think we actually got along kind of well. <sighs> That's the best conversation I've had with a superior officer. <laughs> um, so the uh, yeah, it's about an hour after you jump out of hyperspace, which is a little odd to you because normally landing only takes like I don't know, like five ten minutes or something, uh, like long landing procedures. So it's it's a little odd, and you're you're getting a little anxious that maybe something's going on, and then you feel the ship start to descend, and you hear a calm come out and it basically says, you know, prepare for offloading. Am I, could I 
Is there any sort of investig? I want to do a sort of investigation to see what's in these crates now that we're going to be like offloading them. Okay. Uh, you walk over and you just start to inspect the crates. You look at them. They're they're carrying liquid, and there's also a like a bio regulation system on it where it's keeping like there there's like a food source and there it's it's circulating air uh uh, into the water and everything and you're kind of looking at it and you're like oh this might be carrying like a live some type of live creatures can i do a helmet scanner heat signature the second me anything it's it's in the middle of water um and like it, it seems very much the same temperature as the water and it's not the easiest to get uh, penetration through the the thick steel but you you don't really detect a ton but you do detect life signatures inside i i call kira over uh yep i guess i you have uh our our comms are synced kira yep. <laughs> uh can you help me do you think you could find out what's in here i think there's something alive in here uh, she doesn't say anything. So the ship's already landed. Just, so you're you're coming in for your descent right, right now. Uh, uh-huh. So what do you, do you want to try to do something, Kira? To use my cyber scanner limb. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, go ahead and do a computer check. Average difficulty, but I will give you one setback because it's thick. Uh, the thick crate uh, material keeping. Okay, that's four successes. Ooh, very nice. Amazing. Uh, you did- I don't know if you can tell, but I upgraded my computers a couple sessions ago. <laughs> I by a while. <laughs> Rolling Very four nice. yellow dice. Uh-huh. Um, so you look inside, and there uh, appears to be several life forms in in each of the crates. Do a xenology check, Kira. Uh, yeah, this one's going to also be average. Okay. Two successes and nice. an advantage. Uh, it appears to be fish. Mm. There are several. Kara starts rubbing her belly. She's like, mm, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> there are several large fish. Yum, yum. <laughs> there are several large fish in the uh, in each the crate. Crates. Yeah, it's a sea monster. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the the ship lands and the ramp drops. And one of the pilots comes out and helps start to unload, um, grabs one of the load lifters and drops kind of the four crates off. Something odd, though, when you like the, the ramp goes down and Kira, maybe you, you run out initially because you're invisible yeah. um, and you don't want to like have somebody bump into you while they're moving the crates or something. So you run out or set down a crate on top of me. Exactly. <laughs> you're in the middle of a beautiful like landscape uh there's there's grass on the ground there's trees around um you hear flowing water uh and you kind of look around and it's it's very lush and very pretty and you look up is and it you kinda familiar s- uh no no okay. uh it, it's i mean as, as familiar as uh, it, it's more of like rolling plains than like dense forest okay but you look up and you squint your eyes and you can see the top part of it kind of through the haze and there are large beams and support structures up above you. Like you can see the ceiling of almost a giant warehouse, like very, very, very far up that it's, it's hard to see. And you kind of look around and kind of as far as the eye can see, you see just green and, and trees and hills and mountains and stuff. But, um, 
you get the feeling that you're inside of a, a, a like a giant like ecosphere, a giant dome of, or something. Yeah, sweet. Um, and the crates kind of get unloaded, and the um, the pilot uh, kind of looks down and says, um, "Yeah, so this habitat's not too far from FG two thirty two, one of the uh, the the prison sectors. Uh, prison's hardly been touched. I don't think there's well, there's not a lot of people in it." Might be a little lonely, but uh, yeah, it's not too far of a walk. Um, really appreciate this again. Good luck. Um, and uh, I left you the instructions here, and uh, he hands you a data pad with kind of the inst- the, the drop off instructions. I uh, take the data pad. All right. Well, good luck. Four four seven. And uh, he he walks back onto the land. Hey, hold shuttle. on just a second. And kind of stops, and he he looks back. Yeah. Thanks for the ride. Yeah pleasure and uh gives you kind of a little half salute and uh so he's about to take the ship uh yeah okay um i'm gonna flip a destiny point and go <laughs> put in the konami code backwards which i had which i had programmed it to explode <laughs> after, oh my after, god after about an hour <laughs> okay <laughs> You know, when I'm I using said, a destiny point, so Todd can say no. You know, when I said your morality probably won't oh, no. get affected uh, <laughs> unless you do something truly evil, and you're just killing people for no reason. I mean, they are imperials, but you're just killing them for absolutely no reason. Um, okay, I said lovely. It, I, uh, I said it to um, malfunction and no longer be able to fly. Oh, okay, okay. Breakdown. Okay. Yeah. Breakdown. <laughs> okay. How about that? So then the grievers can get them. <laughs> yeah, but then it's not on my conscience anymore. General griever. Reavers. Reavers. The grievers. Oh God! There's grievers. They're coming at us. So, um. Okay, so the the ship takes off and uh, starts uh, kind of flying away in in like almost low planetary orbit, but it's still not hitting like the roof. Uh, and like, I to sort of stay in character, I, I like I go take the binders off of Grit. Okay, uh, and I sort of like hit him with the butt of my gun again, but like it looks harder than it is. Yeah. Uh, all right then. Uh, all right then, scum. It's time to unload these crates. You know where we're going. FG two thirty two. I definitely heard where we're going, but if you point me in the right direction. <laughs> so you grab the data pad, uh, and and you you've taken a, a grits translator remote and kind of like lifted it back up, so it's now floating kind of nearby. And you uh, you look at the data pad that he handed you, and it is basically to unload these fish into like a nearby uh, stream. Oh, okay. uh, there's like a big pond, uh, and it's a little bit of a walk, <laughs> and you've got four giant crates, uh, so you'll you'll need to make a couple a couple treks back and forth. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what do you do? Uh, Kira frolics a bit. <laughs> been a while since you've been yeah, in, I'm like, on a planet i'm stoked yeah. this is nice she doesn't I, like being cooped up in a ship so much yeah i flip a destiny point and there's a there's like some power loaders some power jacks or whatever a repulsor lift or something repulsor lift something that will help us do this without exerting a bunch of physical energy <laughs> so you look over and there are a couple 
uh, scout troopers, and they are uh, no, not other people. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, you look kidding. over, and there's a couple scout troopers, and they're leaned up against uh, some speeder bikes, and they also have like a, a, a bigger, like kind of speeder uh, transport uh, nearby too. Uh, them are at, they shooting at womp rats and missing? They're shooting at two from the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> they're shooting at uh, Uran nuts uh, over on like some trees, uh, and they keep taking pot shots. Um, and you walk over to see if you can like kind of use the 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 speeder to transport. And there's some credits. There's kind of a little stack of credits, and they're betting back and forth. Of you know who can take the shot, so Cannon and Erebos, you guys kind of walk up to them, and uh, they w- one of them looks back. Now it does, and Kira, Grit, you're just like holding one of the things to make it look like you're doing menial labor. Um, <laughs> and Kira, are you just kind of hanging around? Do you go with Cannon and, and Erebos? Yeah, I'll go. I'm invisible Did, still, but I'll if go Cannon with said where the pond was, I'm just gonna start 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 taking Going one yourself nice yeah yeah that's um, perfect actually yeah yeah so uh canon airbus you walk over and the two troopers are are kind of taking bets one of them looks around uh Greetings. And sees you ah a couple of white armored suckers what's going on troopers kind of kind of a it's a little bit of the friendly like like busting chops you know sure well you know got a Got a bit of uh, a task dropped on us. You know, you know, those uh, Imperial pilots, they always got something that they're trying to pass off, right? <laughs> yeah. But we got to unload these crates and uh, they didn't leave us any sort of repulsor lift or anything. I was thinking maybe we could use your speeder bikes. Bring it right back. You know, uh, I'll fill up the tank for you. They kind of look at each other and they're like, how about uh, how about we make a bet? A wager. Sure. Yeah. We've been trying to hit those urin nuts. For uh, quite a quite a while. See that one right there? And it points, and there's like blaster fire all around the tree, <laughs> <laughs> and like nowhere near. It's like ten meters past. <laughs> like, and there's this big nut that's kind of sitting in the middle. About uh, we'll let you use the uh, speeders if uh, if you can hit that. Oh, I don't. Oh, that target's far too small, and it's so far away. I don't know if I'd... You know what? Look, if I can hit that, not only do you let me use the speeder, you're going to help me unload these. And they kind of look at each other. Now, why would we do that? It's an impossible shot, right? What do we get from you, though? What are you betting? What do you get from me? Hey, you know what? I And I, uh, I, I reach behind me. And it actually occurred to me off screen that I have the two dueling pistols uh, behind me. And I also have my clone trooper helmet behind me. So it looks like a storm, like a clone trooper, Jolly Roger, (laughs) with just like the cross guns. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Oh, my God. I reach behind me and I pull out the dueling pistols Hmm. and I hold them out. If If I can't make this shot, you each get a dueling pistol. How about that? One of the scout troopers reaches out and like uh, uh, tries to to take a look at it. I pull it away from him, uh, and he's like, "What is it like? Broken or something?" Broken? You ever known a you ever known a, a jughead like me to carry a broken weapon? Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Sorry. I actually, you know me, blaster brain. Uh, look, where'd you pick those uh, up? Hey, let me see them. All right then. 
<laughs> so you hand one over to him and he starts looking at it kind of uh, like looks right down the, the barrel of it like pointed straight at his face like wow that's pretty nice and the trigger's right here I snatch, <laughs> I snatch it right back out of his hand as soon as he does that uh, um, and you're like yeah yeah it's uh, it's good quality he's like alright alright you got yourself a deal you heard of trigger discipline that's, you can't just be looking down the barrel of a blaster like that Oh, it's it's fine. You got armor on. Yeah, that always works. I'm not even sure why we wear the dang things. Well, you know, it's it's part of the uniform. If, you know, if you're not if you're not dressed, you know. All right. So, what do you say? Professionalism. Uh, all right. Uh, take your <laughs> shot. You want to borrow our long rifle? You gonna do it with that blaster? I'll do it with the long rifle. I haven't used one of those in a bit. And he kind of like hands over the 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 sniper rifle to you. All right, and that's a heavy ranged. Uh, yeah. All right, definitely gonna use a destiny point to up that. Okay. Uh, I'd like to use influence to give him a lot of confidence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's Not what that Cannon needs, needs more confidence <laughs> in himself. He doesn't even right. look when he <laughs> takes the shot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do it behind my back. He's too confident. <laughs> too much. Uh, how do I do that? Uh, go ahead and roll influence. Uh, roll the influence power. Uh, so just one force type. Uh, two, because ordains there. Oh, he is still technically here. Gotcha. Oh, two dark side points. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't need it. He'll be fine. Yep. Overconfidence could be his weakness. You don't want to indulge in that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to take two strain to or aim and then take another strain to aim cool i so really gotta nail this check. it is a specific target so oh, you, right so i can only do one because i have to take well uh, yeah i it, have to aim just to hit the one yep and you got ample time like you can time your shot so you don't have to take extra strain because you can do over multiple rounds so uh it, it'll be one black or one step back and then difficulty is three because it's long range gotcha all right breathe um, check the air you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i lick my glove and just <laughs> like <laughs> erebos grabs like scouting goggles and like tells you the wind factor and everything yeah you don't even lick your glove you, yeah, I you, mean, just, you just lick the inside the of your <laughs> yeah. inside your helmet you're right oh. That's, i'm an idiot I, just, I like just wipe my thumb across my helmet <laughs> All right. Purely performative. Here we go. Three success, <laughs> one threat. So there's a and the bolt shoots out and it hits the stem of the nut uh, and the nut falls. And uh, the trooper's like, oh, hey, wait a second. That was the stem. That wasn't the nut. And kind of stands up and like kind of puts his hands up. It's like, I don't I don't know if that counts. Boo! Uh, and he's kind of looking back at the other scout trooper. He's like, okay, all right, all right. Let's, you know, I got something that uh, you might be interested in. You know. Let's hear it then. All right. Well, I got these credentials, and he kind of pulls up a code cylinder. Uh, this is to the Royal City, and um, I mean... All the higher-ups are there. All the nice quarters are there. If you want to make a good impression on the Admiralty, that's where you go. I'll give this to you, uh, but you got to hit the other nut. And he actually hit it this time. 
don't hit the stem. Oh, I'm sorry. Was my move just a, a bit too precise for you then? Well, I mean, we did say hit the nuts. I mean, if you hit the branch, we wouldn't count that either. We'll just be real specific sure, on this. I think one would argue the stem is part of the nut, but it's all fine. Mm. And to be clear, you were talking about when you said Admiralty, you meant uh, Admiral Marty, right? Well, yeah, he's in the Admiralty. Yeah, if you make sure. a good impression no, on him. I just him, wanted to make sure we were talking about the right person. Yeah, I mean, you know the brass that's that's here right now. It's actually my first time here, and I've you know I've been under a few admirals. I I keep kind of sort of getting kicked around all over the enlistments, so I'm just trying to make sure I want to make a good impression after I hit this nut and I go meet him. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, this just gets you to the city. I'm not promising you're going to meet him. Oh no, like, I'm going to go meet him. Uh, I wouldn't do that. Marty <laughs> is not a. Well, he has a reputation here. <laughs> He's a little uh, intense. Uh, don't don't try to go shake his hand or anything. <laughs> Can I do a cool check to maybe get a little bit more information about this guy? Yeah. About who? About the uh, trooper? About Mahdi. Mahdi? Okay. Admiral uh, Mahdi, it, yeah. it would be a core world check. Oh, a core world. Well, I, so I'm kind of trying to finesse it out of this guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and do a cool. Against what? Uh, it's going to be average difficulty. Okay. All dice have canceled out. Okay. Not cool. Um, I start stumbling over what I'm saying, and then I just like pick up the gun and start taking aim. You just fall over. <laughs> no, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm going to meet the you admiral. stumble oh. literally over your words. Um, All right. I'm going to take this shot again. Uh, is it same difficulty and everything? Uh, yeah. I'm going to use another destiny point. <laughs> that's two failure the shot shoots wide far wide and it goes off and it hits like one of the exact spots that one of the troopers hit uh kira is going to upgrade her influence power okay (laughs) so that she can affect two people at once oh my gosh excellent um to increase right magnitude that's what that does right okay and she's going to make both of them think uh that it hit. We will see. Go ahead and roll four stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm rolling two of them, right? Yep. Okay. So when I'm rolling four die, is there anything I can use destiny points for? No. You uh, you have okay. to use destiny points if you're using dark side and you're not dark right. side, though. Yeah. Okay. One light side and two dark side points. So to be able to activate the magnitude of that, you would have to use a dark side point because you are literally using the force to cheat at a game. Right. You mean I'd use a light side point? Correct. Yeah. You use a to, force to use one of the exactly to use one of the dark side points. Here. Correct. Well, you use them both. I mean, but, but right. But this would make both of them think that he hit. Correct. Right? Okay. Yeah. That's worth it, I think. Okay. When you um, burn through your destiny pool in 20 minutes. You yeah. really did. Yeah. It's all gone. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the shot goes wide uh, and then it just kind of whips around and curves and blasts the nut. It does say that I have to use, uh, do a opposed discipline check with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you're making them be see fair. something. Okay, uh, right. go ahead and roll. And so that is, so I, I have to roll the force die to even like attempt this, and then I have to roll the discipline, right? It's usually done as part of the believe same it. check, oh. but, but it's fine. You can do it separate. It doesn't really matter. Just speeds up time. 
If the user spends points and succeeds on the check, he can force the target to adopt an emotional state or believe something untrue, which is what I'm trying to do. Lasting for five minutes, so we better get out of here <laughs> if I'm successful. <laughs> Wait a minute. That didn't hit. So uh, it is one red and two purple because they are um, scout troopers and they're actually pretty perceptive and disciplined. Great. Um, oh, mine, mine's actually exactly the same. Um, but I, I'm just going to, since I'll probably use this in the future, I'm going to upgrade my discipline skill um, twice, actually, because cool. I'll use it. Um, I aim. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. Geez. Oh, All right. Wow. Well, that's... that's that's a failure, but I do get an advantage and a triumph. <laughs> so, oh, man. So this is what happened. <laughs> Todd's like, oh, geez. Um, <laughs> you try to influence them seeing that but uh, and, and cheat, but you... I don't know what I'm doing. You don't know fair. what you're doing, and you kind of get distracted because you see uh, Grit. <laughs> like It's like a slapstick moment where you see him in the distance, and he's like trying to unload the giant crate of fish. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps doing things where, like, he knocks it over, and one of the fish, like, he, he pulls the top off, and one of the fish jumps out, and he's like, oh, oh, and then he, like, grabs the fish, and then it's, like, wiggling on the ground, and he, like, jumps down on it, and then it pops out of his hands, and then... <laughs> jar Jar Grant. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Um, and, then, nope. and then he goes back, and he tries to, like, grab another fish to, like, get to the... It's just... it's really awful and eventually like knocks the whole thing over and all of the fish are now just like dying on uh, the grass <laughs> and Grit's like oh don't put um, that on my hands <laughs> and uh <laughs> you look over and you're distracted by this you're like what the heck and uh, they are looking in that direction and they're about to see grit and so you panic at the last moment and you just cause one of the crates behind you like you make them think that there's like an explosion by one of the crates scout troopers just whip their head and look over there um and you calm to grit and say grab the nut (laughs) (laughs) Um, and and grit Grit reaches down and nope (laughs) (laughs) um and you paint a laser target on that and grit you look over and you see the tree and on one of the low-hanging branches you see this big nut hanging uh and you you have like a split second everybody's not looking at you to run and knock it down so do it grit i can run to it and hit it with my wrench i don't have to try to do a ranged attack oh you can do it either way i don't think you have your wrench do you I don't think I have anything now. No. Let me see. Yeah. I grab a fish. <laughs> <laughs> what was that Muppet that threw the fish? <laughs> it was great. What do you want to do? Yeah. Well, well, how close is it? Uh, it's about short range. It's pretty close <laughs> to the pond. How slippery are these fish? Very slippery. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> Two setbacks worth of slippery. <laughs> okay. Back it up. How big is the nut? Uh, the nut's big. It's like a coconut. Oh, so I can just grab it. It's not like bigger yeah. than me. But it, it's it is it's on a low hanging branch. But you might either have to jump quite a bit, or you'd have to get up on the branch. The there are a lot of leaves, so if you got up on the branch and grabbed it and pulled it up, you could still hide on the branch, and they probably wouldn't see you. 
That'd be so funny. Okay, we're doing that. Okay. <laughs> so you immediately look over at the tree and and like remembering back when you were a kid on Kashyyyk, uh, and yeah. uh, you you could swing through the trees. You ran and you. This you is like, just like grabbing Juna fruits. <laughs> yeah. You just climb up the tree real quick and then like shimmy over. And the the scout troopers are there and they look and they're like, what the heck was that? And one of them starts to turn to look back at, at the, the nut and you see that grit is up on there, but he hasn't had a chance to reach down and grab it yet. I kick him in the shins <laughs> and scamper away. The scout troopers? Yeah. Yeah. I'm invisible. I don't know if that will go well. If you would like to, you can. Well, somebody's got to do something. Yeah. I go faster. Uh, Cannon and Erebos, do you have any ideas? Yeah. Do something. Yeah, I'm gonna like force push, <laughs> just like very subtly, like the arrangement of like credits, you know? Oh, the, like the wind stack of kicked credits. up and knocked the credits yeah. down. Okay, that's. I was like, cool. I, I, I do an aggressive action towards the people who are trying to, <laughs> to, to deceive. I push them over. I stab. No, I just, I just want to double down on the distraction and yeah, like cause like the cr- credits to like clatter on the ground or something. Nice. They're so, like, why is there weather in this dome? <laughs> so you actually kick up like you, you force pull the air and there's there's kind of a blast of air and it hits the well, go ahead and roll. Let's see if you do. At that point, it's actually just called air bending. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's canon. I rolled three light side points. Nice. So you're not cheating but you're stopping gambling so it's a light side thing (laughs) (laughs) so there's a blast of air and the credits go like flying back uh and uh in just kind of the confusion grit just reaches down and grabs the nut and pulls it up uh and they kind of look down they collect the credits now cough you can't I'm leave, leave that, I'm leaving in that there. one in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that one's <laughs> subtle enough. It's so... uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry. And uh, you look, and the um, you look at the tree, and there's no longer the target. And the scout troopers look kind of back and forth. All right, okay, <laughs> you got it. Because there's only the stem there, and there's not the the thing. They're like, okay, you got it. All right, just make sure you don't get a scratch on it. And he hands you the uh, code cylinder and kind of stands himself up. And uh, they jump on uh, they jump on their speeder uh, speeders and they start just kind of going off and taking a ride. You guys Wait, go. They're supposed to help us. They, they have a little truck thing, right? Um, <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Grit was on the last one anyway. Can't hear you. Yeah, Grit's on the last one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah <laughs> so but now you, you have spent s- so much time arguing speeder. with those guys that grit's just like okay i'll do it all <laughs> <laughs> uh and uh yeah you you finish unloading you're in the middle of a big habitat but now you have a speeder so who knows what you're gonna do next you do maybe or i will by the end of the break <laughs> <laughs> when we come back <laughs> next time on fistful of destiny Hey, everybody, and welcome back. Thanks for being here. You've been a great audience. I am glad you're here. And 
Just in case you might have been thinking, I wonder how I can support these guys for creating this awesome show that I listen to every two weeks and has provided me with regular and consistent entertainment for an entire year now. Well, I have got some good news for you. We have a Patreon. You can find it at patreon.com slash fistful of destiny. Uh, we are over there. Our newest patron is Matt Garstke. Thank you so much, Matt. Uh, the rest of you can head on over there and, and support us monthly uh, as little as $5 a month. Uh, you get the shout out and you get the satisfaction of supporting the five of us that create this show and pay for hosting and a little bit of advertising so that we can hopefully build our audience and stuff like that. Um, we also, of course, have merch. Uh, you can get a little bit of merch if you uh, subscribe on Patreon, but we also have merch on our website, which is fistfulofdestiny.com. Um, and then, of course, even if you can't uh, buy our merch or be a Patreon, uh, Trun, um, you can head over to our Instagram page uh, and Twitter page, and we now have a Facebook page as well. Um, so you can go check out those. They are all linked in the show notes. Uh, so click on over to those and give us a follow if you would. Uh, thank you all. We appreciate you. You're all awesome. Um, and we love hearing from you. And we will see you again in half a month. Bye, y'all. Good morning, or good afternoon, or good night to you, whichever is applicable at the time you are listening to this. My name is Purdley, and I am the narrator of the advertisement which will begin momentarily. Pondo's Puzzle Dungeon Liquidators is the most sizable and only Puzzle Dungeon Liquidator in Banthamere. According to this advertisement copy, it is a, quote, one-stop shopping emporium for all your puzzle dungeon needs, unquote. The business model for this business is that they sell and install unused or refurbished traps and mechanisms from puzzle dungeons which previously existed but do not any longer. Pondo has provided a list of items which are available for purchase at the time of recording. Pillars. Orbs of many colors. Bantha traps, riddle doors, mimic chests, more pillars. That is the end of the advertisement for Pondo's Puzzle Dungeon Liquidators. Thank you for listening. As always, I am your narrator, Pardley. Please enjoy the following content. Well, now I have 30 minutes to use six destiny points. Excellent. Uh, uh, how will you get out when there's six rancors running at you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, what do you guys want to do? You got a speeder. You're in the middle of this giant habitat. Now, are these like the speeder bikes? The scouts usually have like those speeder bikes, right? Yeah, they got the speeder bikes. This one's more of like a... So <laughs> it's like a, uh, a golf cart with a, a trailer in the back. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> basically, <laughs> um, they don't want to say it, but they're basically like Parks and Rec for for this area, uh, the, <laughs> nice. the scout troopers. Okay, so I think Erebos and I, I mean, sorry to speak for Erebos, I think we would probably hop on the speeder and then load up Grit in the trailer, and then Kira would probably hang back there too. I was already hopping in the trailer. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. <laughs> Uh, we binder him like with him, like, w so his arms are stuck, like in between the trailer. 
if you're out in the middle of like the actual section and stuff and he's not being kind of watched, you would have to binder him. But he's technically like a laborer on the ship. So keeping him bound like all the time isn't actually necessary. Um, yeah, like where's he going to go? And maybe he can <laughs> yeah, carry a wrench a giant because that's like his <laughs> tool because of his labor. A wrench with guns like strapped to it. Oh, you can't see the guns. <laughs> I think you can see the guns. <laughs> uh, it's reasonable that I would have like grits wrench or something, right? Yeah, you probably would wouldn't have like left it. it in that old yeah. facility. Yeah. Okay. So I, if he I did, I would that. quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so like, just kind of throw that in the trailer uh, as a tool. And we leave Grit back there. Uh, I guess the binders are up to him. Or maybe we can like take one of the empty crates, put the wrench in the crate, and then like leave that on the trailer with Grit. And he can just like be perpetually carrying around a crate that's more than a crate. <laughs> You're in the middle of the wilderness. Yeah. Uh, you don't really have to deal with this until you get to actual civilized like station. Um, we all hop on the speeder and drive. Boom! Yep. <laughs> yeah. And we're back. We go. Oh, where do you drive? To the detention facility, right? Well, Upstream. Wait, we don't. We don't actually want to go to the detention facility. That's our ruse. Yes, that is a good point. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's lock this Wookiee up. All right. <laughs> wait, what all right, we just What's do? our next step? We got to break the Wookiee out. So <laughs> we have that code cylinder. Really getting into this stormtrooper mentality. Yeah, we let Kira. Kira, can you? Yeah, I got this uh, code cylinder. Do, can mm-hmm. you determine like where we would need to go to use it? They were talking about like the royal city. I think they said. Yeah, to no, meet Cannon, the I'm over here. Cannon, I'm over here. And I take oh, the bracelet. I turn off. around. Kira, I've got the. Yeah, I've okay. got this code cylinder. Do you think- <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll, I'll flip down my data goggles and do, a, I don't know, what kind of check would I need to do? So code cylinders are, um, you, you, you... I hack it. You need like an <laughs> interface to actually connect to it. Um, if you, okay, sure. uh, you might have one on your, your arm, uh, but it's kind of a two-way encryption I have a data thing. pad. Does that count? You need an interface to actually interface with it, uh, like the gotcha. actual port uh, to put it into. Yeah. So, but you could okay. check it at one of the like the I've got terminals. a data pad to USB dongle. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's USB-C and you only have USB-B. Oh, you yeah, hate to see it happen. These Imperials and their upgraded technology. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, so I can't interface with it directly then. Correct. Can I do... Um, my data goggles basically connect me to the holonet and I can do research. So based on the information we were given, is there a check that I can do to figure out where we're supposed to go? You can check... Like, You're not going to get station plans on the holonet. Right, but if you go over to like a terminal, you you can access like layout plans. Do we know? So we're in this big dome. Is that all we know? Do we know what we are on? Are we on a planet? Nope. Are we in a station? We have no idea. You're not sure. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, and do, if I scan the horizon, do I just see a, a royal city in the distance? <laughs> do a perception. That's check. a good question. I flip it. Oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> perception and difficulty. Uh, difficulty is hard. That is one success, one threat. Cool. Okay. Nice. Um, you, you look really hard. <laughs> Looking in, in the distance, <clears throat> you're on the speeder and you do see like the edge of a like a wall, basically, kind of in the in the distance on the horizon line. Um, and so you start like going towards it. 
and it gets bigger and bigger and you realize you're actually in just like a warehouse basically and you you spend a little bit of time you you drive over towards it and you kind of stop and there's every so often like and you're you're approaching an area where there's actually like a bunch of people walking around uh, a bunch of like imperials and uh, a couple troopers just kind of doing patrols and stuff and they're out like sitting on benches and walking in like by by nicely manicured gardens and stuff through the area. I put the bracelet back on. Hmm. Do you have any ideas, Captain? Well, sorry, out of character real quick. Mm-hmm. What is our actual goal here? Like, I know it's to like track down this guy, but like, am I just supposed to like kill the guy? Like, is so, that the idea? So your your goal is this is the first good lead you've had in a long time, right? Your your ultimate goal is to eliminate uh, him. But if you can find any information about it, that'll go further into paying off obligation to Chandler Main. Like if you if you copy like secret, you know, communiques on his uh, computer system or find out kind of what he's up to or more information about that, it'll go a lot further in paying off your obligation. Uh, and so if you can definitely go for that. But your main goal is to eliminate him. Uh, but he's okay. also a really high ranking official. And then once you eliminate him, you might, you know, it might be like, oh, okay, you know, they'll be looking for me. All right. Well, Kira, do you think if we can get to a terminal that you could sort of suss out where this guy is, maybe take some of, I don't know, he's probably got some, some hidden plans on him, right? Hidden sect. It's right in the name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could, I could sure try. Absolutely. Take me to that terminal over there. You seem especially good at computers lately. That's true. I've I started doing. Uh, I started. Uh, I, I took a master class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! I love that. Uh, Cannon, you you jump off of the speeder uh, and you twist your ankle and you take five strain. I use a destiny oh. point for that. Okay. <laughs> this. He's given us destiny points to use without making Rancors show up. Yep. Yeah, did I... <laughs> sorry, did I just leap from it while it was going? <laughs> or was I just hey, stepping Kira, off? I pushed him. You're the, no, you're in the middle of the... All right, hey, Kira, how about we... And then you just, just jump off and you <laughs> snappy sound. Oh, you've been really good at computers lately. Oh, oh. And kind of look down and your foot's like dangling. Ooh, ooh. You said sprained. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rolled. It's you didn't say Alex Smith. Strained. Uh, sorry, what, what wounds or strains do I take for that? Uh, five strain. Five strain, cool. Now we can just wait for five hours so it's fine and then move <laughs> on. <laughs> we all nap. Uh, yeah, I point out a terminal if I see one. So and... there's a, this big door and there's a lot of uh, Imperials coming in and out that, that door. And it's big uh, like blast door and it's currently just open. And so the group of you, the group of you parked the golf cart. And you jump off and you start just kind of walking towards the area. And uh, I stab the tires. (laughs) (laughs) Tires? Do you really? (laughs) Little mischief, Kira. (laughs) She's trying to destroy everything. This Death Star has gremlins. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. We don't like to be called that. (laughs) You fed the Mogwai after after dark, didn't you? (laughs) Um. So, so it's a speeder. You, 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 you basically like. I rig it to explode. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I, I just disable it. I just drive it into an orphanage. Um, (laughs) To pick up all the orphans. (laughs) 
You're like, you're like, there's probably 60,000 speeders on this thing, but one at a time. I'll just say yeah, that. Exactly. Um, so you get, you get out baby steps and, uh, you walk down to baby the corridor and it's wide. It's like an airport terminal, uh, like, and it just, it goes and goes and it kind of ramps up and then down and it just kind of stretches into the distance. I am going to jump on grit's shoulders. Okay. I don't nice. want anybody to trip on me. Yeah. Without telling you, you see, like, there's a circle of like matted down hair around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's been wearing one of those neck pillows for too long. <laughs> his shoulders suddenly become translucent. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah, let's not get into the to the nitty yeah, gritty. Of that. Exactly. It yeah. just yeah. works. Grit. Let's just say that. Um, uh, so, as you're walking down, you look to the side, and there are almost where you'd find. Uh, like phone booths or something like that and you know ancient technology uh, you have terminals that you can access like the the you know the data center and send messages and stuff like that um, and you see uh, you know a couple different officers like sending messages and stuff in there um, and they're all along the way so uh, one of the troopers could just go over and sit down and it'd be nothing before walking through this door out of the biodome mm-hmm. grit turns around and he says and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was totally thinking of the Truman Show this yeah. the whole time. It was so good. So good. Uh, good one. Yeah, and Kira goes, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're Kenneth says, I don't understand the reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, you guys are walking down. You see a place that you can get a terminal. So, Kira, I'm guessing, like... Erebos, guard the door. I go sit in front of the terminal... They're all open. So so it's just a little alcove that, that cuts into the side and there's a terminal and it's facing, uh, it's like, it, it kind of looks like a school desk, you know, where you sit down and there's a terminal in front of you, but it's just a tiny little alcove that's cut out. So there's no privacy, but you can sit down and you can use the terminal and you're kind of a little cut inside of the, the terminals as, as it goes. All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down so that Kira can sit like, or stand like in front of me nice. so that there's not a terminal just like activating with nothing there. Yeah. And nobody comes and sits on me. Yeah. I'm imagining she's like under your helmet, pulling your hair like ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what a ratatouille is? <laughs> They're doing a ratatouille. A ratatouille. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. So I grab this code cylinder um, okay. and I'm going to use that to try and track this guy down. So you. Pop the code cylinder in, and this cylinder is just like an access cylinder. It doesn't necessarily give you, you have limited station access with it. Um, you grab uh, cannons and you, you, you slot his in, and you're ac- you actually get more access to the trooper you know, security level. You see that the cylinder you got was something that would allow you to, um, like the permissions on it, just let you into the royal city. And you look, and the royal city is. Um, just a, a section of the station and you're you're seeing like the station layout right now and it is intense like you open it up and you start looking at the sheer scale and everything and you're like this this is blowing your mind you're like what the heck you know like the empire so on, has something like this are we on a planet it, it is like the size of a small planet like a small moon like oh, it is, it is okay. a huge station. It's probably a hundred miles in diameter. 
and you're looking <laughs> at it and there that dome that you were in that that habitat there's multiple of those kind of all around and uh you're in the southwest uh towards kind of the core um if you're if you're looking at it as like a globe and so it, but it's a space station yeah uh, it's every, blowed up there's there's multiple <laughs> levels and everything so i don't know what's taken over you <laughs> i don't know either it's the dark side i guess but yeah. no uh I, maybe it was the 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 dimbo primer grenade that's just radiating in your head <laughs> and now you've got dimbo fever um, <laughs> so so can i can i mark where we're supposed to go um as a waypoint so i'll just give you some general information Sure. Uh, you look around and you see there is several sections of the station. Uh, a lot of them, you don't have access to what they even are. You just see that they're kind of labeled sections. Um, the section to the northeast is, uh, you know, labeled. It's it's not really labeled Royal City, but it's like a restricted zone. Um, and you see that there is like personal quarters for a lot of high ranking officials there are personal quarters there for the emperor. You even see there's something uh, that's called like the vault. And it is a giant section that, um, and, and you're kind of looking into it. You don't know the security encryption, but you're assuming that it's going to be very high that it's just like layers and layers of an area that is like heavily shielded and restricted. And who knows what is like actually in there. Um, but they definitely have some thick security to get into. And the, the, like the big bridge, uh, that you can see is way, way up in the Northeast of the station. And, um, a lot of the, the admiral's quarters and stuff like that are around that area. And it's, it's like uh, the sheer size of this place is just staggering. Like you could, it's just insane. Hundred miles uh, and multiple levels. Like that's like from Portland to the coast. It's like from Portland to the coast, but <laughs> wow. then stack that up like hundreds of times. Spherically, you know, it, it's yeah. it, the sheer size of this place is amazing, and the the amount of troops and resources. Like this station, uh, and, and you see, this station has hyperdrive capabilities. Like this station could go to a planet and take like completely take over an entire populace uh itself it like rivals that of an armada uh and Whew. it's a little intense you're seeing this um and like just kind of the sheer volume of this is is staggering and yeah you've heard nothing about it no one's heard anything about it it's just yeah. all of a sudden this thing just exists um Okay, uh, I'd like to download the as much of the map plans that I can to my cyber scanner limbs so that I can and data goggles so that I can reference them later. Okay, whatever kind of I, it's probably like the mall map. The the sheer size of the area. And there's also limits. Um, you you do check and for for specific like your specific code cylinder, you can only download so much of the plans until it locks yeah. you out. So which areas do you want to actually like take? Mm. Um, I mean, as much of a path from here to where we need to go as possible. You do see there is a, um, like, if you were to actually, like, walk there and go through all the systems, it would take days. Yeah. Uh, but there is a system that is a high, high-speed high transport system that can be used by people, but you have to have... Like a great glass elevator? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to have credentials for it. 
Uh, yeah. And you look and it's usually reserved for like officers and stuff like that. So if there's a way you could get those credentials, you could probably get there a lot quicker. Can um, I try and hack um, the credentials that Canon has to upgrade their ability? You level? don't know. It's like a, it's, level. It's like a two way encryption code where you have to have like you'd have to have one to create yeah. it. Like it's okay. you you can't you can't figure out the lock without the key, basically. What if he tries to enhance it? <clears throat> Canon. Uh this place is huge. It's gonna take us a while to get to where we need to go, but we can get there quicker with the right credentials. We're gonna need an officer's credentials. All right then. Out of nowhere, you hear somebody uh shout out to you, um TK four four seven. I just used a dark side point and you see an officer there and it says, Hey, are you troopers? Uh, and walks over towards you. I scamper off of his lap really Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you, you pull out the code cylinder. You boss key it. And it, it goes to kind of the, the screensaver. Um, <laughs> and you look over. And you look over. And uh, Erebos, you're standing there by Grit. Uh, and uh, Cannon, you're there. Says, Troopers. And he, he looks at you. He's waiting for you to stand to attention. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're still sitting down. Do you, like, stand up? And I like scramble out of my alcove like nice like I look like all klutzy and stuff <laughs> like like I'm trying to I'm trying to stand to attention like as fast as hu- clonely possible nice <laughs> you grab the you grab your rifles and you kind of put them across your chest and you stand up like on either side of uh, of grit and uh, he looks he says yeah that's better what are you assigned to right now security for the for the ro- for the royal city. We're just on our way there now. Uh, he looks at you. He's like, I'm going to reassign you. We've got something important. Follow me. Okay, then. Uh, all all three of us will go together, then. Just uh, the three of us. He, he looks down at a, um, like, there's a little mouse droid by him. Uh, he looks over and he says, uh, TK447 and TK211 reassigned to, you know, and he starts going through, like, the paperwork and the little mouse droid goes, Ee! And like uh, whizzes off. Um, I love those little mouse droids. I think they're so cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and he walks. He walks forward, and he uh, goes to one of those quick people movers. Um, and you get in in the uh, little elevator, and uh, it takes off. Uh, he puts in his cylinder, and it takes off to an area. Uh, it stops. Uh, it kind of opens up, and you hear as soon as it does, like it's this expansive room. It's dark, and you hear the sound of like uh, waves, uh, kind of moving. And you walk out, and you are on a dock, basically. And you look out, and there's just water. It's just like a giant lake. And the the officer walks forward, Captain Tinva. We found some volunteers and he kind of looks back ah you can take the laborer too and he points at grit yes sir what can we help with captain tinva will give you your instructions that'll be all and uh and then he he walks back to the transport system and it kind of takes off uh and captain tinva looks at you uh, you're the sorry troopers that got roped into this well just so you know you might not come back from this voyage I risk, huh? Uh, he says, you could say we sent six technicians down three days ago. Heard nothing from them. Oh, 
some sort of sea monster. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going he on. Got, he kind of gets way too close, and he kind of puts his hand up where like the audio comes out from the uh, um your your audio system, <laughs> and he says, "Don't, don't joke like that. <laughs> the sea." It knows and looks back um, as like down into the dark water. That was sexy. <laughs> what do you need us for then? Technicians. They didn't make it. We're hoping something with a little bit more oomph. A couple of troopers. Maybe a laborer. <laughs> maybe you can get this pump working. We've got oh. three tanks in this station. This one's down been down for over a week when Tarkin wants to take a shower and the plumbing doesn't work I don't want him come looking down here all all right this yes sir how do we get down there that's what I like to hear soldier (laughs) can you point us in the right direction we're not just gonna like swim are we there's gotta be something (laughs) no there's our vessel. And he points down at the dock and there's this big like uh, um, think of like the episode one um, a submarine ship uh, down there. Uh, and you see this big this big like submarine ship on the dock. Cool. Uh, and uh, he walks down and he says, um, it's a long way down. I hope you don't get seasick. Uh, I suppose we'll find out. I'm actually not certain I've ever bent down in the water before <laughs> while you guys are talking mm-hmm. grit, grit grabs his wrench off of whoever's back and just walks towards the submarine nice he's ready he's amped I, nice i follow right by his side kira's really scared she's just like not gonna make it in or something and be left behind <laughs> you know she was in the elevator pressed against the wall like <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't bump it <laughs> he's just hitting all the buttons <laughs> uh, she's disabling crash. all the different levels because <laughs> she just likes to stir stuff up <laughs> he's got a little elevator key just shutting down all the garbage compressors <laughs> trash compactors yeah <laughs> the crew walks down towards the submarine not knowing what they'll find 2000 fathoms underneath the water collection system. <laughs>